Hey, recording live. The newest episode of Mindset Moves Podcast. Exclusively for you, the members of The Minimalist Method for Prosperous Female Entrepreneurs. I love helping other people to not have to go through some of the tests and trials that I did if possible. This is where you get the first dibs of the best business strategies ever so you can grow your revenue while minimalizing your time, your efforts, and your energy. There's great coaches. There's people in this field. So yeah, you want them on your team. We're live with the newest raw and real recording of the latest episode of the Mindset Moves show, produced and brought to you by my marketing and PR agency, Media the Creative Agency. Today, we're going to be talking to you about um, being successful without burning out, losing humanity, sacrificing your personal well-being. Um, and we're here to tell you how exactly with Marianne Udell, uh, founder of Sheltering Tree. Before I keep going on and on and on, Marianne is going to, again, she'll tell you exactly how you can accomplish these things and some things about yourself that you might not be aware of, and she's going to tap into it right now. And you're probably going to end listening to this episode with more self-awareness, some ahas, and um, probably some steps that you're, the divine is going to inspire you of what to do next with what you learn here today. So stick around, and because um, I can't wait to hear what Marianne has to say myself. Go for it. Tell them who you are. First, I'd love to hear your story. What brought you to what you do today? Oh, well, thanks, Marta, first for um, doing this interview and for giving me the opportunity to speak to your audience. Sure. There's so much that people don't talk about when it comes to grief and loss. And because I experienced it at such a young age, I was widowed at the age of 24. And, mm. and as you can tell, it's been a long time since then. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and um, throughout my life, I discovered the things that I did for myself, because at that time, there really was no help no assistance, no grief groups for young widows. There was no, yeah. no, no uh, Facebook, no nothing. And I felt very lost and alone. And I went through my own process. I discovered how to help myself. And years later, after I was remarried and moved, I decided to become a coach. I knew that I wanted to help people. I got certified as a life and business coach. And I decided to focus on grief because I realized how much everyone goes through something and mm. nobody talks about it. Mm. Nobody acknowledges the pain because, you know, there's a misconception about how long it should take that there's these five stages that you're supposed to go through and then bang, you're all better. And, to, you don't get over grief. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, I would uh, say even it's almost been a year since losing my mom, my best friend, my ride or die. She was my partner Um, so much so that I realized after she passed that my husband and I, this, however this sounds, we got so much closer because I'd just gotten so used to my mom being my partner that it was her and I, and he was kind of the third wheel. That's how close my mom and I were. And he was fine with it and he loved her. And, um, but even this morning, you know, I had a little tear uh, moment of crying and my, my kids, they know why. And they're like, why are you crying mama? Oh, I'm just thinking about Nana. Oh, okay. You know, they come over give me a hug. So it's still, but you're right. You don't talk about it. You know, you see me for the most part on social media, smiling, making jokes, making stupid videos, uh, making good videos like these ones. And because you feel like people don't want to hear that after a while. Like they just want to, they just want you to kind of get over it. And that's part of the problem, you know, because um, if you are going through something, you know, your friends will help you up to a certain point and they'll want to hear about it and they'll want to um, make sure that you're okay. But when it gets to three months, six months, a year, come on, aren't you over that yet? <laughs> you know, right. there's a little bit of that. So then you feel, well, I don't want to make anybody else feel bad. I don't mm-hmm. want to, I feel a little broken. What's wrong with me? Mm. Um, and uh, there's really nothing wrong. And I think that we just need to have more discussion about loss and grief and change and all of the different ways that humans grieve. Mm-hmm. Every major change that you go through brings on grief. And what, how you Not just are, death. That's such a good point. Oh, yes. That, that you can go through a job loss. You can go through a divorce. You can go through a breakup. You can go through a major move across the country. Friendships. You, oh, big time. Friendships I mean, are big. I think people don't, don't tap into that. They don't take that as seriously. But as, no. as women, we get so close mm-hmm. that friendship, friendship's big, I think. Yeah. So those things affect how you show up in your business. If you don't acknowledge all of the feelings that are coming out or that are coming up, then they'll stay stuck inside. And then you just layer feeling on top of feeling on top of feeling. And eventually you might explode. You might have a a postal moment or Mm. you could deal with road rage or just being, maybe you get sick. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you try to um, self-medicate. You, you turn to, to a substance for coping mm-hmm. just to fill the void or avoid reality. Mm-hmm. And the sooner you allow the feelings to come out and acknowledge the reality of the situation, the sooner you're able to start making a plan. That doesn't mean that you ever stop the grieving. It evolves over time. You know, um, my husband was killed in the month of September, and I still have this pang of mm, loss mm. during the entire month. I know mm. that I'm not going to schedule anything important to happen at that time. That I need that time to just take do some self care. Mm-hmm. And yeah. my, my current husband is. And the whole reason I married him, well, not the whole reason, but a big reason was that he accepted the fact that I was married before, that I had a love that I lost. And he wanted to hear more about Bob. He wanted to know more about him and what our relationship was like. So 
because he knows that that's that made me who I am. Yeah. So that is, um, and I do want to hear from you if you're listening or watching this on a platform that allows you to comment. Um, have you been through loss when we're talking about, obviously, uh, Marianne and I are talking about death, loss of a loved one, but we've also touched on loss of a friendship, loss of a job, loss of a home, loss of mm -hmm. um, an environment that you felt comfortable in and then just got catapulted into a new environment. Um, we want to hear from you. Um, and we've got Joy uh, Buffalini listening, saying what a wonderful conversation. We've got Kara Peters listening, saying there's absolutely no time frame for the grieving process. Sean is here with us, giving us a thumbs up. If you are here, we do want to hear from you. Please feel free to ask any questions or add any comments to this conversation. Yes. Um, and you, you brought up something. And I think that um, the loss of, of normal the loss of your, uh, what, what your patterns were. And we went through all of, everybody went through that when we went into shutdown during COVID. You know, it's really so recently in everybody's um, awareness. Yes, yes we, don't, we don't, we've already stopped talking about it. But you know what, I'm going through the loss of, and this is gonna, once again, the people are going to disagree. I'm going through the loss of the beautiful life that we got to live during COVID. I'm an introverted minimalist. And I love that everyone was just okay with just staying home and not overfilling your calendars and cuddling up nonstop with my kids. All of a sudden now the activities are back and all the events are back. And, uh, and I'm like, we all forget how much we were thankful of the slowing down. Remember that? Let's keep, you don't have to go back to going on at full speed ahead. Right. Uh, so that's well, what I'm yes, going to do. I, I think it was both. I think I, when it, things started opening up again, I had that same reaction as you. I said, oh, it's been so nice. Yes, yes. But I did crave other people as well. You know, just having- I have enough people in my home, Marianne. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the virtual space. I love that I get to run the business from a virtual space. And of course, you and I are going to get to see each other tonight. And yeah. I was joking. It's going to be such a dynamic room of authors with the book that you've recently yes. published that the whole place is going to explode in glitter and like white powdery rainbow <laughs> colored stuff. No, the um, energy will be emanating from the yes. place. And I, and I love it and I love it. Uh, but I definitely recharge at home in the quiet. Um, so we have, uh, you know, we, we, we've talked a little bit about loss and your story with loss and, um, making peace with your past. Can we talk a little bit more about how we can make peace with the past? Um, and to, shift to being successful without burning out or losing your humanity or sacrificing your personal well-being okay well there's uh people talk about wanting work-life balance and really it's just life balance you have to be you have to start setting boundaries and the the process i take all of my clients through is four parts it's very simple but they're not short <laughs> And they do, you do go back and forth. It's not a linear process. You, you first have to accept your feelings. Whatever feelings are going on, you have to accept them and allow them to come out. Even if you're angry, you can take a moment 
maybe you're at you're in the middle of a meeting and someone really pisses you off and you want to holler at them you can take a breath and say and just think to yourself okay i'm upset i hear you i see you i feel you i'll talk to you when i get home when i'm done with work when i'm done with this meeting mm -hmm. so then you can vent a little bit privately or write about it <clears throat> but it's important to let the feelings come out as they come up or acknowledge them because they'll be like a kid mm -hmm. say mommy 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 you know when you're in the middle of doing something they want your attention and they won't stop until you give them your attention so just pause and i see you i hear you i feel you i acknowledge you i'll talk to you later i know someone who sets a particular time during the day to just allow herself to vent and worry you know she does that at the end of her work day before family time to just go through the things that she's pissed off about or upset about and mm -hmm. that way she gets clear before going in to um, have family time mm -hmm. then you need to acknowledge the reality of the situation after you accept your feelings whatever it was that you were craving from the past will never be again that's mm. gone. Mm. And a lot of people try to relive or reenact or how many divorced people get remarried you know thinking it'll be better um or you want to go back to the relationship the breakup thinking oh i can be a better person i'll change i know i can do it but it's never going to be the same so you have to acknowledge the reality of what's going on, know what the facts are, know what is fiction, what is the story that you might be making up about it. And then figure out, well, based on this reality, what can I do? You might not be able to have the life that you once had. You won't be able to have the life you thought you would have. So you have to adjust your plans based on whatever that reality is. And you start digging into, okay, what do I want? What can I do? And you just start taking little steps. The fourth step is to act on whatever it is that you have decided the direction you want to go. So you, you take small steps and acknowledge when you do take those steps because the steps are small you might not feel like you're making any progress but just look back at the end of every day look at what you're grateful for look at the things you accomplished and write them down and then when you ever whenever you feel low you can go back and start reading those things just to help yourself so that's you know if you're if you're able to do that on a regular basis then you'll be able to keep work separate from from your your personal life and just acknowledge you're a human being and you're going to make mistakes and you're going to learn from your mistakes and you're going to uh, come across challenges and each of those challenges will help you to grow and be a better person and i think that people get pissed off when bad things happen, but it's really an opportunity to grow and learn. Mm -hmm. So 
I'd love to hear an example of how a client was feeling and they came to you for help and what you helped them navigate through and how they felt at the end of it. Okay. Um, I have a client who was divorced and she initially talked to me and went through all of the initial feeling stuff. And then she said she felt okay. And two years later, she came back to me and said, I'm not done yet. I'm still grieving. Mm -hmm. And she was dealing with low self-confidence, low mm -hmm. self-esteem. She didn't feel able to be comfortable in a, a relationship because she didn't trust. Um, and just getting her to be able to dig into all of the, the feeling stuff because she was really smart. She was very accomplished. She had her own bookkeeping business that she created after the divorce and was very successful, but mm. she wasn't taking care of herself. Mm. So now she, she uh, just purchased a new home that she's renovating for her and her children and her mom. And, um, she has she's head of operations of a company she decided to give up her 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 um bookkeeping business because it was draining her mm. um, and she's making more money she's happier she's taking care of herself and she's found a rhythm of mm. balance so that's awesome yeah you know what I feel like we didn't touch upon sometimes, and I am going to call into the divine to help me explain this. I feel that um, sometimes us women entrepreneurs who have struggled, have had a hard life, um, you know, maybe being broke or being in a toxic relationship. And we kind of touched on it. It's like, we can't let go of that. We think that we want to be in this everlasting peace and everything, you know, and finally there's money in the bank and um, relationships are good and you're living your best life. Maybe you're, you know, a well-known TV star. Maybe you finally you're a best-selling author. And however, it's like, you might take steps to get there. Um, but then you self-sabotage because you can't let go of who you were in the past, which was someone who was broken and, and mm -hmm. broke. And so you might keep taking steps forward to, to get you there to where you want to be, but then you self-sabotage because you can't let go of that. It's almost like you can't let go of the vision that you feel that others have of you of being this like poor kitten that needs help. Um, mm -hmm. I, we, we were strategizing content with my team and we found that people have invested in marketing with us and then they lose their shit over like a minute detail and like want, they want out. And if I wasn't a mindset coach, I would have no idea what was going on or what happened, or I might think it's us, but because I've also, you know, I'm, you know, certified coach and worked extensively with, with entrepreneurs upon mindset. I know what's going on. They can't, they actually subconsciously, their brain can't recognize them that it, of who they'll be whenever they're finally visible and they have everything they want. So they self-sabotage, they fuck the whole thing up. So could you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, I think there's a lot of things going on in that case. There's fear 
of showing up too much, mm-hmm. of being too much. That, and it's also a role they haven't experienced. So mm-hmm. there's comfort in the poor kitten. There's um, a lot so of it's not necessarily a poor kitten either. Sometimes it's in the form of like the strong person who carries it all. You know what I mean? And even even oh, there, yeah. they're un- subconsciously the damsel in distress. Well, well, there's that, and there's also the um, the crazy busy. Yeah, the mm-hmm. the woman who can mm-hmm. handle it all. I got this. I got this. Don't worry. And they're afraid to say no. They're afraid to set the boundaries that they need to set. And mm-hmm. they're not helping anybody by um, always saying yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're hurting themselves. And they're also not allowing anybody else to learn mm-hmm. when that happens. Um, there's fear. I think is probably the biggest thing because it's an unknown territory, but the only way you can get through anything is to go through it. The only way you can get to the other side. So you have to go through the yuck to get to the, the, you know, you know the thorny thing to get to the castle. <laughs> it says bride. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when you're, you're, dealing with the only way that you can change your circumstance is inside out. You can try to do a lot of external things. You can try to um, get the makeover and do the whole big publicity thing and your media stuff and, you know, just all your posting and everything. But if you are not managing your internal self, it won't work. You have to be aligned. And I think that that's probably, there's no secret formula, I don't think. I think it's just having the willingness to strip away Mm -hmm. and examine well, I think your minimalist um, lifestyle is an external example of mm-hmm. what you have to do for your internal. You have to be you have to be willing to go into the crap to find out who you really are, because there's so many things that you pretend through your lifetime. Mm-hmm. That most people do that, yeah. you know, for survival. And when I see it show up in some of my marketing clients, if I can detect it during the initial onboarding, then, you know, I'll stop it right there in its track. But if I detect it in my marketing clients, I do try to lovingly say there's something going on here internally Uh that needs to be addressed. And I have some people that I could refer you to, but the strong woman who wants to carry all the things, um, sometimes can't accept that and sometimes still sees everybody else as the problem and that they won't let her just relax and be, um, yeah. and doesn't recognize that, um, she won't let herself, she won't let go yes. as much as she feels that she's tried. She, she can't let herself. And that's not something you can talk someone through. It's not someone that you can keep reminding them about. It's that some healing within we've right. got, um, some questions here for yeah. you. 
We've got Shauna. Do you believe, and Shauna, tell me if I'm saying that correctly. Shauna Webb says, do you believe complementary partnerships in business may be the best successful way to survive the do-it-all stress to the do it all stress to survive. It depends on the partner, Shauna. I will tell you that um, we were in a partnership and I'm, I, I've worked with business owners that ha- were partners and I've seen beautiful relationships who flourished. In fact, they hired us for our marketing and uh, doubled their revenue within four months. And the one wow. business was able to leave her full-time executive position and finally focus on her business and be more present with her kids. And, but there's been partnerships where we were in a partnership, um, last year. I shouldn't say we, my husband was in a partnership last year that turned, just turned very toxic because, um, if both the partners are trying to do it all, they kind of like all over each other and nobody's letting the other one just be and you know so there has to be some clear uh-huh. some clear framework and boundaries and agreements set up ahead of time um so i think it depends on the partners what would you say marianne well i i would agree with everything that you said i think that i'm not sure where the question is coming from if it, if you notice a lack in yourself and you see that someone else can fill the space mm-hmm. that, that you're not as proficient in, mm-hmm. then that probably could be a good partnership. But if you're both trying to be head honcho, mm-hmm. and if there's a battle to be the biggest dog, then it's not yes. work. You know, that there there is a give and take and an ebb and flow mm-hmm. that it just, some you have to set, set the clear boundaries but allow the flow to happen, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Shana is saying, I'm thinking entrepreneurship is not sustainable as a one woman shop in most cases. Well, Shana, you uh, would be correct if it is done in a way that is self-sabotaging. I know a lot of women who are successful, but you're right. It can't be a one woman show. You can't be all the things. So someone like myself, I have a whole team of people, right? The genius Uh content writers, the genius strategists, the genius graphic designers, the genius web developers, the genius videographer. They, and trust me, I've tried. I'm like, you're a genius at this. Let's try to give you this. Fall and fail. Okay. Nope. No, you cannot, you you know, you cannot mess someone's zone of, uh, zone of genius. So I, um, my husband is actually my partner in my business, but he is a silent partner and he's certainly there for me when I'm like, what do you think about this? What do you think I should do about this? And, um, he's usually giving really good advice, but, um, what do you think, Marianne? Well, I think that there's, there's different types of, um, there's different ways that people can be in your business. You can have a partnership or you can bring people in to assist you, Mm -hmm. you know, that you you can have the you can oversee everyone and maybe that's what you're talking about where you can't do it all by yourself where you do need to have support you do need to have some sort of help because you get to a point where your main purpose is to serve your clients and you need to show up where you show up best or you even shift to a place where your main purpose is not to serve your clients but it's to oversee the company and then you bring to 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 take care of depending on the business right very true yes i'm i was thinking more from my my coach yes (laughs) yes no but you're absolutely right you're absolutely right but i and then i have a a friend of mine who um 
owns Make and Wellness, which is a phenomenal psycho, uh, psycho, psychotherapist. Yes, practice. Ooh, cool. I'm, I'm, if she's listening, I'm hoping that I'm saying that correctly. She's been on the show before. And I watched her just in the short time that we've been, you know, in tandem in, in this world, um, go from a, a therapist to she owns uh, an incredibly uh, successful practice so much so that she's not even, you know, handling clients anymore because she wow. just thrives as that business owner. Wow. Yeah. But yes. Sorry, I digress. Oh, no, it happens. It happens. <laughs> I think that you, you identify, okay, something is off here and where do I need help? What am I, what am I, what is, what am I best at and what will serve the business? Mm -hmm. And you, you determine how much you want your business to grow. If you want just to make a certain amount of money, then you can determine how you, how you want to work in your business. If you mm -hmm. want it to be part-time, then you might not need as much help. But if you want to have a sustaining um, business that will give you the income that you need and desire, then mm -hmm. you figure out what you need help with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So Marianne, before we get off here, where in your business do you want to see growth and in your life in the next year? Mm. What would you love more of? Mm. Speaking more, more, more speaking. public. Yes. Because I think that the education and awareness to let people know that it's okay to grieve. Mm. People know that you it's a, a lifetime and it's an evolution that you go through to learn how to live with it rather than pretend it, it's you're over it because you're never over it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Such an important message, Marianne. And um, how can those of us or those of us listening or watching help you to do that? Well, you can reach out to me. I have a virtual coffee break on the first Thursday of every month at 1030 Pacific time. It's uh, an opportunity for people to come and just talk. I always have a, a bit of uh, teaching and then conversation. Oh, I'd love the, for you to share the link to that in uh, the uh, comments of this um, this live recording. And then, of course, we'll put it in the show notes everywhere else that we are going to be sharing this, which will be on, you can listen to it as a podcast episode on any uh, streaming platform, Audible, Spotify, iTunes, uh, or Apple Podcasts. And of course, please look for our channel on Roku Media. And this show is on there. It's The first season was Marta the Minimalist. We're now on to the second season and we've rebranded it as Mindset Moves. And of course, if you have a business who that um, has already reached a level where you have a team and you're ready to completely let go of your marketing in a way that makes sense, that actually allows you to grow and focus on what you'd love to do, then reach out to me, Marta Saray Greca. Uh, I am the CEO of Media, the Creative Agency, and we'd love to help you. And until next time, next week, uh, we will be streaming a, re a replay for you. And the week after that, we've got a beautiful guest that I am going to pull up right now and tell you, Kelly Commodore. And uh, she's going to be talking to you um, likely about um, confidence. So I can't yeah. wait to have her on the show. 
And I'm also hoping that I'm saying your name correct, Kelly, because we've been friends in the virtual space and I love that I get to connect with you <laughs> and, uh, and real uh, when they reach out to me and ask to be on the show or vice versa. See you guys next time. Bye. Okay.